What's up, everybody? And welcome back to the Icebox Pod, hosted by 412 Sports Cards and myself, Icy Ice Cards. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, I think it's going to be more of like a casual conversation, just kind of updating on how ships he went. And then we also had a very big college football weekend. Um, I mean, Michigan just beat up on Rutgers, um, although they were down by three at halftime, which just about gave me a heart attack. But they ended up winning 52 to 17. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, took care of Rutgers. But, um, yeah, you had a much more, like, intense game going into it. Although the it was kind of like a little bit of a blowout. I mean, I mean, it was a, it was definitely a blowout. I mean, they, yeah. they destroyed. It was never tense. The tensest moment I remember it was probably was kickoff. when, well, kickoff, <laughs> and when it was twenty-one zero when they got down to the four. It was like twenty-one zero, like halfway through the third quarter, and Clemson got down to like our forty. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they're going to come storming back. 21 points is not enough of a lead. We need more. And then we stopped them. We held them on fourth down. And then it was big time. Then we got a pick six for like 96 yards to go up 28-0. And, yeah, we were ahead 28-0 with with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, it was was destruction. What was the final? It was 35-14 uh, final. I mean, it was good. twenty. being up 28-0 with 10 minutes left is destruction. Yeah. They, yeah. on our final drive when we were running out the clock, like when it was already 35-14 and there was like, I don't know, maybe like four or five minutes left, we converted a third and 12 and a third and 10 by running the football. And I was like, this is the most demoralizing way if you're Clemson to lose. Like, yeah, they that's could... bad. <laughs> just third and 12, give it up to the, and they just ran it up the middle, got 12 yards, ran it up the middle, got 10. I mean, that was absolutely awesome. I'm, I would love to say that the Shipsy card show was the highlight of my day, but Notre Dame destroying Clemson was definitely the highlight. That was it was incredible. It didn't even feel real. It was it was so good. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I think going into it, we both like we we knew they had a chance. A, a pretty there was definitely a chance. I was cautiously optimistic. I thought I was my goal yeah. was for it to be competitive, and I felt like it could definitely be competitive. Yeah, I, I never I thought... would have dreamt that we would have just absolutely annihilated them, but. Yeah, I did not think it was going to be a blowout in the favor of Notre Dame, <laughs> that's for sure. But I don't yeah. think almost anyone thought that. I did think – I might have said this last week on the pod. I did think Clemson's a bunch of frauds, though. Yeah, Clemson's been a little shaky for several weeks. And, I mean, and then they just got absolutely smoked. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was excited about that. They're done. Uh, they uh, They're – no big bowl, no big championship hopes now for them. No, they play too soft, soft of a schedule to have a loss. No, because their big game is, I mean, I guess now we come into the question, but it's us, NC State, and Wake Forest. 
Yeah. We're the we're the only ranked opponents because we'll be ranked tomorrow night. I'm almost positive we'll be ranked after that. Right. We're six and three, but I don't know. I think it's still pretty I think that was a pretty big win. Oh yeah, for sure. And you still played Ohio State like tough. Yeah, we we were in it until like the f- halfway through the fourth quarter. Yeah. And then they just had a demoralizing 90-yard drive and beat us. Yep. Yeah, so it'll be interesting, but yeah, the Shipsy show. Um what would you say your main like takeaways were from that? We we both got there early. Yeah, we we both got there early. I I, I was there maybe, I don't know, 5 10 minutes before it opened. Yeah. What, people definitely were not fully set up. People were still trickling in. It was a little sparse still. But, you know, flocked to the couple big tables, did a lap, did a second lap. I don't know. Big takeaways? Shipsy Show doesn't have a ton, a ton of, like, super high end, but there were a couple nice tables that had some really cool stuff. Saw a dealer who last time had a Crosby Limited logos, but I know he is an unreasonable man, so I didn't even go talk to him about any of his cards. I don't know. Maybe that says something about being a dealer. Like, he was so unreasonable. I was like, no, I ain't even looking at what that guy has in his cases because I know that he's going to be a pain. Yeah. But there was definitely value to be had. I made made a made a move on my first pass through, found a a like small, if you can even call it a value box. It was like a 300 count, like one of those mailing boxes that's like 300 count for like top load or penny sleeve cards or non-penny sleeve cards. Oh yeah. Had, had like 50 hockey cards in it. It was great. That was my best find of the show. Guys like, oh, yeah, I just bought a collection the other day. Yeah, so I usually don't have any hockey, but I just bought a collection the other day, and this was in there. And I was, and then I was looking through it, and it was taking a decent amount of time looking through it, and he's like, yeah, I can be reasonable with those prices. And I was like, just unsolicited. Yeah, I can be reasonable with those prices. And I was like, that is what we want to hear. Low ball inbound. Yeah. Offered a hundred. Stuff was like stickered up near 200. Offered a hundred. Countered at 120. And I said, I could do 110. Deal. That's the way to do it. He liked the people like the cash. It was definitely a takeaway. I only made yeah. two deals, but in both deals, the cash was look very favorably upon yeah yeah it's pretty crazy what cash can get you at uh at shows right now there's a lot of good deals yeah i i mean i think there definitely were a ton of good deals we kind of talked about it there's a ton a ton of basketball modern a ton of football modern at this show and you know you're maybe more in the buying that stuff at numbers game than i am so I didn't really even touch or show any interest in that type of stuff. But that type of stuff, if you had cash, I, I would imagine you could clean up. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, I don't know, it's pretty eye-opening to walk around there. Like, I mean, everything is just Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, 
um, Anthony Edwards and like Jalen Green, Cade and LaMelo. Like it just seems like half the cards in that room are like that rookie class of Bulls. John, John Morant looks sparse. He looks like he has hit like 2019 was a low production year. I know. Yeah, it makes his stuff look rare. Um, it does look rare it, by comparison. Yeah, it's kind of – it's almost like everybody's playing, like, hot potato with that stuff. People are playing tons of hot potato. Whole yeah. thing's hot potato. Yeah, it's like everyone will – like, everyone will buy it as long as it's at a good enough number where they can sell it. But then, like, everybody... I want to know who the end consumer is who eats all this. So, like, yeah. you buy at a number and then you sell it to someone. I either, I guess you could consign it. And the, I don't know who the heck buys this stuff on eBay. I guess someone who just wants a cool card. Yeah, that's, that's honestly what I always wonder too. It's like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I bought, um, Like an Anthony, or like a even like a Cole Anthony, or like Jaden Waddle, like Genesis, Jalen Waddle Genesis ten. Yeah, like who buys that? Which like, yeah, for me, if I'm buying it at like a cheaper percentage, like that makes sense for me. But it's like who's going on eBay, and then paying like quote unquote like full eBay for that card, like. It, I don't know. It just seems weird to me that someone's going on eBay and like typing in Jalen Waddle Genesis 10 and then like really like buying it, you know, like I me, I think me and you have some pretty similar taste. Like we're looking for like the rare stuff that doesn't like pop up every day. Yeah, like, I, I that's I definitely how I feel. I'm not going to lie. I went to the show, saw the piles of the John Rance select base and I was like, man. I actually love that card, like that select base rookie he has, the concourse. I love that yeah. card. I at one point had a silver, um, but I just think it's an awesome card. And I really like it. And I was like, you know, if I see a silver PSA 9 or something, a raw, I wouldn't mind buying that. But like, that's not, but obviously didn't turn up. I am not now going to go buy that card on eBay. I would just feel like I was just burning. I would feel like I was burning money if I bought it at the show and under eBay. But buying a card like that at full eBay, man, it's just just burn an even bigger pile of money. It just yeah, isn't super appealing. And kind of on the subject of that Jalen Waddle, like I guess you know you could say devil's advocate. Well, what if it's a Jalen Waddle collector? But like I'm I'm so discouraged. It's like trying to collect modern players. There's just so, so, so many sets. So much stuff. You just have to love Genesis, I guess. You have to be like, I like Jalen Waddle, and Genesis is my favorite set. But, like, the more time that passes, the more I'm like, yeah, my Crosby, like, I like the Crosby cards that I have because they're, like, a couple of, like, the cards from the better sets. And, like, there aren't that, that many sets by comparison. Jalen Waddle... It's scary to imagine how many SP rookies he has because that's what I would call a Genesis, just like an SP rookie. Yeah, like, 
I, I think what what I was even thinking about too is um like what like say you're a Waddle collector or you're an Anthony Edwards collector. I feel like I would still want to get the stuff under comps. Even if I'm a quote unquote collector, because like there's so much of it. You know what Um, I mean? I mean, I guess I think I would probably want it under comps too. I got to, that's a little trickier. I guess now I got to put myself in the shoes. I guess it would be like if I was a Desmond Bain collector would be a good example for me. I could see myself buying some Desmond Bain autos and like stuff like that. I would like it under comps. But I'm not exactly getting out to shows all the time. So I see a world in which maybe I buy a Desmond Bain at full comps. A Desmond Bain that fits my collection. When I think of a Desmond Bain I would buy, I think of first thing that comes to my mind is I'd probably buy a Contenders Auto because I don't like anything with jerseys in the new sets. But like I would maybe buy a Desmond Bain Contenders at full comps. So I guess in that scenario, I fit into the world of the people buying the Waddle just because I don't get out to shows all that often. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. If you're not going to huge shows, there's not even a guarantee that the Desmond Bank contenders will even be there. But even on like Instagram. Oh, I do see them on Instagram. Okay, that is true. Yeah, if you were buying it on like Instagram or Facebook, like I just feel like with that stuff, I'd still want to be under comps, even if I was a collector, because like if someone's firm at comps, you can probably just go somewhere else and find it under, you know? Yeah. And like, that's saying, true. You know, like pay like 60% or something. But like if I was a Desmond Bain collector, I'd still want to be around like 80, even if I really wanted it. Like, yeah. There's no reason to like pay strong on that kind of stuff where you just see it every day. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's kind of how the way I feel. Cause I feel like when I buy a card like a Desmond Bain contenders auto, I feel like I'm signing up to lose. But I've at least got to give myself a little bit of a cushion so that the first part of the losing is is not you know, is kind of counteracted because I got a good deal. So like right. We've staved off some some of it. Not saying that because I think Desmond Bain is going to start sucking, but I love Desmond Bain. I really do want a contender's Desmond Bain auto. It's on the short list of like cards that I don't feel like paying for right now, but I do like. Yeah, that's a that'd be a cool card. How's he been this year? He's been very good. Oh really? Yeah, Desmond Bain's great. Yeah, dude, I mean, I'll, I'll pull up the stats. I mean, he's, dude, he's, oh my gosh. He's legit. Hope you're ready to be impressed. He's averaging 24.6 points, five boards, and 4.6 assists. Shooting 47% from three on 8.8 attempts per game. Oh, yeah, that's very good. That's very, very good. Last year, he shot 43.5 on seven attempts. So it's not like like he's so good. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Desmond Bain is very legit. Yeah, I was uh I was pretty impressed by the Grizzlies. The I mean I've only watched them like once or twice, but I was pretty impressed. Yeah. I mean, obviously like Jaw's good. 
But so good. They have some other pretty good pieces too. I'm a big fan of um Steven Adams. Yeah, Steven Adams, I like too. He's awesome. I liked Yon- I liked Jonas Valanciunas better, but Steven Adams is awesome. I like how he looks like he's 40, but he's actually like 28 or something. I know. He's actually so young. Grizzlies yeah. are great. He's actually not even that old. He's no. He, yeah, he just turned 29. He does look way older than that. Yeah. I feel like that almost makes him like a little bit underrated. Like just because people people act like he's like some like old veteran that's like kind of like washed up or something, but he's actually very good. He's actually very effective. I mean, he grabs every rebound. (laughs) I know. He is a rebound machine. Yeah, it's pretty cool to watch. But yeah, I guess before we get too far off topic, I could this is talking about the Grizzlies is dangerous. Yeah. What are what were your thoughts on the Shipsy show? Um I think less um less people walked up to my table than I thought. Oh yeah, I left before you actually started manning the table. We yeah. got okay, I, I gotta hear about that part, but sorry, continue. I thought there was gonna be more people like trying to cash out. Um, but yeah, I thought I was going to buy more. Didn't buy like as much as I wanted to, um, really didn't sell that much. I sold one card for like around $700, which I, like, which was good, but like nothing, like nothing was moving a ton. Um, the best deal I probably made was a trade. Oh, you um, made a trade. Yeah, which was which was because of the table. So the table was definitely worth it. It was definitely worthwhile to get, um, just because of the one sale and then a couple. I mean, I think I made a couple trades. Mm-hmm. Um, I made one bigger trade, which was nothing crazy. Like it, it was mostly just a numbers thing. To be honest, the numbers just made sense for me to. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. It seemed a little bit slower, I'd say, than the last time. But I think it's a quality show. There's a good amount yeah. of variety, which I like. Um, I would say there's pretty good variety, too. I mean, we talked about how much, and we complained about how much, like, ultra-modern, super, super ultra-modern there is. But there is a good amount of variety. There is a bunch of different stuff out there. There's F1 at a couple tables. You got, like, some soccer at a couple tables. Some vintage baseball floating around. Yeah, I think at... At this point, I just expect um, ultra modern to be at like every show dominantly. So it's like if ultra modern is like 70%, is the other 30 like diverse enough? It's kind that's of that's a like really good, that's a really good take. What I try to like aim for, which I think it was, there's um, there's a good amount of like high dollar cards, but then there's also a good amount of lower dollar stuff and honestly the thing that i like about shipsy is just like the mood of the place like it seems like everyone's in a good mood and like everyone's just happy to be there it's like a really good there's always like good vibes at that show i don't know i think brad's great um for those who don't know that's the promoter b sports he's great and 
I think he gets like a good crowd to show up. Like everyone seems to be in a good mood, which you know you're right. Everyone does seem to be in a pretty good mood. It's it's a pretty. You're right. You know, all the people seem to be in pretty good spirits. It doesn't it doesn't strike me as like a super cutthroat show. No, people are out to scrape someone for every penny they're worth on, you know, when everyone's going and beating you down over two cents on Mm -hmm. a deal. You know, it does seem to be a pretty friendly people seem easy to work with. And yeah, people are meeting up with people like, you know, we met up like we met up with Joe uh i don't know i guess that's all the people that i really saw i wasn't really out hunting people down but like it was still fun and i had a good time yeah yeah it's a it's just a good show to go to if you just want a good time like that's just one of the shows where i could go and just spend nothing and like do nothing and it'd be still fun just to like talk to people and yeah also it's like it's a we talked about this last time but it's like a pretty big instagram crowd so, like, realistically, you probably don't even know, but you probably know more people in the room than, like, you think you do. Honestly, you're probably right. We've probably, you probably DM people in that room. You didn't even know it was them. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, I think it was, uh, I think it was Joe actually posted some pictures with people. And I was like, oh, oh. yeah, like, I definitely saw that person. I did not know his at was this or something, you know, like. <laughs> So I think that part of it's kind of cool. I really like meeting Instagram uh, collectors in person. That's honestly, that's probably one of my favorite things about going to shows is meeting people. In Mine person. too. I really enjoy talking people, talking cards, talking sports. I think everyone enjoys just, I think we all really enjoy cards if we're at a show and it's just fun to have so many people around to talk to about cards, which we all enjoy. And th- that show is definitely a great venue for it. Dealers aren't mad to talk to you about cards, talk to you about sports. They're, they aren't like, get away, stop taking up my time. Like, they all want to talk. Yeah, I think that's what's cool is just because you can meet people at a show so easily because, like, you're guaranteed to have a common interest. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's very easy to talk to people. Like, if you don't know what to say, you can just be like, what do you collect? Or, like, how did you hear about mm-hmm. the show? Honestly, at this show, pretty much like once you're what's your Instagram? Because everyone there has one. So I don't know. I think it's just a good time. Um, yeah, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool show. Obviously, we both couldn't make it to trade night. Um, no, did not make it to trade night. I was. I don't know what I even was doing. I think I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was uh probably sleeping as well. So. It was a decent, it was a long day Saturday. Had to, had to begin the resting. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like a great show overall. Um, we'll definitely be back. I was thinking, I don't think I've ever missed a Shipsy show. Yeah. There, that's insane. Yeah. There's potential that I might have missed one, but I'm pretty sure that I have not missed one. That's impressive. That, that takes skill. I have made my second appearance. I hope to be back for more. Honestly, this is like the move for me. It's like the when the Shipsy show lines up with the Notre Dame football game. The stars oh. really aligned with it being a night game too, since it didn't like hijack my like plans to get to campus and like meet up with people. So like 
that was it was definitely big time but that show was awesome like that was pretty much an i mean that's got to be close to an ideal day for you it was almost perfect like that would be pretty much my ideal day if it was like a michigan upset at home after a like fun card show and stuff i don't know like that's pretty that's pretty close to oh i, I had an absolutely awesome day saturday you know usually when the today at work the coworkers are like you know you get on the call and because i work from home on mondays get on the call and people are like how was your weekend i was like usually i'm like good and then today i was like my weekend was great <laughs> yeah it was yeah saturday was quite the day for me it was awesome but yeah, Chipsy would, show man i was gonna ask you about this just because i think it's kind of like entertaining i'm curious about it so you brought um your girlfriend to the show mm-hmm, i did what was her like i am, I am so glad i am so glad you asked this because i would not have thought of this if you hadn't said it yeah, I'm I'm I was I'm very curious about like like I, we're we're used to this stuff. But like it's very different to like I'm so glad you asked. This everything. is because there's decent there's there's some pretty good there's some pretty good points from what what she observed. She walked around the entire show with me, mostly in silence because you know, I just she you know, didn't really <laughs> yeah. know what was going on. And she was just kind of observing in silence and would just be there while I was making deals and like negotiating, just kind of hanging out. But she didn't look at stuff as like she wanted. I mean, obviously, you know, because but we got in, we saw you talk to you for a bit. We looked at a couple of the cases near you. The first card that she points out, she's like, oh, that one is cool. And she's like, and I was, and I walked, and it is a Trevor Lawrence downtown. And I was like, oh, and she was like, why are there jaguars on this card? Like, why are there animals on this card? And I was like, oh, because it's like the downtown, you know, and it's like the team, like stuff of Jacksonville and like the team logo and stuff. And she's like, oh, that one's cool. And so that was the first card that she commented on. And then we go around a little bit more and she comments on another card and she's like, ha ha, kaboom. And then she's like, she's like, kaboom. And I was like, oh yeah. I was like, those are really popular. I was like, do you like that? She's like, yeah, it's so shiny. And I was like, it's like literally what everyone says. They're like people like the shiny. Like she was like, I like that card. She's like, that's that looks so it looks cool and shiny. And I was like, yeah, like it is. Like it's very popular. Like yeah, you so far have picked out two like popular insert sets. The second one being like an extremely popular insert set. And I'm trying yeah. to think if there were any other cards. That she commented she liked a contenders optic auto that i found when i was looking through some she said those look nice she said that the contenders auto looked very bland and not fun and not very exciting to look at compared to the contenders optic i could see that that's a she good thing. she's like the contenders optic just looks like so bland and so boring because like there was literally a 
a base and an contender's optic, like a contender's auto, a contender's optic auto right next to each other. She's like, it just doesn't even look that nice. It's not even that nice to look at compared to the contender's optic one. Hmm. But so though I'm trying to think those were might have been the only takeaways. The kaboom one was the one I was the most excited about when she's when she said that she liked it because it was shiny. I was like, I feel like all these people talk about all these people liking shiny cards and people like kaboom because of the way it looks. I felt like I've given those people a lot of crap, but I felt like they were slightly validated in that moment. Yeah, I, I mean, kaboom and downtown is like. Those were the first two. two. That's like one. And those were the only ones that were almost. Those were the only ones that were unsolicited. Those were unsolicited remarks. Like the contenders auto was a solicited remark, but those two were just out of the blue. That's pretty interesting. That's a, yeah, it. That's is. A, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I I was just curious about you know what what she would think about it like. Or just about like the environment or something like, but she'd been to a show with you before. Yeah, she had been to a show. She commented on how she liked that this one wasn't under gross yellow lights like the last one was. And she said it looked very nice in there compared to the last show, which is true. The other one was very dimly lit and not very nice looking. And she commented on how she liked the appearance of this show better. Yeah, this it's a good venue. It's a very, uh, very nice venue for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that that's very interesting. I'm glad you asked because I would have forgotten about the kaboom, which was I'm trying to remember what player it even was. It it may have been like nobody even that great, but it it could have been like James Harden or like someone like that. But she was intrigued. Yeah, that's cool. That that's pretty cool. And then I oh I and then I pointed out. After, like, right before we left, after she had said that she liked that Trevor Lawrence downtown, someone had a Steph Curry downtown. And she lived in California for a little bit in, like, Northern California. And I was like, oh, like, do you like this? Like, it has, like, a fisherman's wharf, like, you know, like, in San Francisco, like, little sign. And she really liked that one. But so the downtown and the kaboom seemed to be the prevailing coolest cards. Hmm. Yeah, that that that's actually kind of like insightful, actually. Like it's just like what appeals to the eye the most. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely is. Cause like you said, we're in too deep. Yeah. Yeah. Like we do this all the time. So we get used to seeing this stuff. But yeah, that's kind of cool. Do you have any other um anything else you want to bring up or are you good to wrap it up here? I think I think maybe we wrap it up here. Teaser. I mean, I guess not. No, we'll leave it as is. We'll stop there. Next week, we'll have probably some new, some new, I don't know, various content. Could be sports, could be, could be new pickups, selling I stuff. I think next week we should have hopefully like a decent Com C update, right? Oh, yeah. Probably. The, by next, a week from today, I, I listeners, I made a mistake. I don't know if I confessed this already in the pod. I don't think I did. I accidentally paid for the two week, uh, the two week service level instead of the sixteen week service level. So the stuff has been coming through, and 
they are required by next by next Monday, a week from today, to have all my cards uploaded and in my inventory. And of like the 160, they've only not of the 125, they've only not done 19. So I have access to tons of them. So yeah, Com C update. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. That'll be cool. I, honestly, I'm excited to hear about it because I don't really know um, how it's going. But we won't even talk about it off pod or anything. Like we'll just it'll just no. Be we'll fr- keep it fresh. Yeah. So stay tuned for that next week, and thanks for listening.